Have you tried microgreens yet? It's some of the healthiest food you can eat, and basically it's just baby vegetables that you can grow on your kitchen counter as long as there's some bright light around. We're talking with Gail Potauer, Sacramento County Master Gardener, out here at the Fair Oaks Horticulture Center. And microgreens are exactly what that description is, isn't it? They're, these are just small, germinated vegetables and herbs. Exactly. As long as the vegetable or herb or even flowers are edible to begin with, you can grow any any cool season crop, any herb that's edible, uh, nasturtiums as an edible flower could be grown, and it takes 10 days, two weeks, depending on the variety you're growing, to go from seed to your first harvest. And you grow them in a potting soil or a seedless uh, mix. That's how they're differentiated between sprouts, because sprouts are grown in water. These are grown in some sort of a soil. So you can use that soilless seed starting mix in maybe a pre-purchased container that has several little containers that you could start the seeds in, Or, but you have a unique way of doing it. I save all my deli containers from from the deli in the grocery store. Something, a salad bar came in or whatever, and I just am sure that there's drainage holes in the bottom. If they're not already there, I punch them in with an ice pick, and then I can use the cover that goes on that deli container to cover the seeds initially, and then I use it as a saucer after that. But I'm sort of cheap and lazy and I don't like to um, throw anything away so I reuse them. Be sure that they're scrupulously clean so I always wash them in soap and water and even a little bit of bleach if I've used them uh, before with soil and they work fine. And the, the purpose of those drain holes, drainage is very important when you're starting the seeds. Absolutely and what I found with microgreens is I um, start them in a moistened soilless mix, plant the seeds, you don't have to plant them deeply, some I just sprinkle on top and kind of push them in and I use bottom heat just because I have it around and I had arugula that came up in one day and mustard came up in two days my beets came up in two days and then once they have grown a little bit maybe a quarter of inch or so then I no longer water from above because they're so fragile it tends to smash them down so I bought a water from the bottom. I'll put them in a little tub of water and let it soak up through the soil. So How long will you keep them in that little pot of water? Um, just until they're saturated, maybe half an hour or so. Then take them out and let them drain. Mm-hmm. And then put them back um, under the lights or in a window, wherever you have them. Because they grow so quickly, they don't really need a lot of light. Um, if you're growing out a tomato transplant, you need to have good light for them for um, several weeks. But microgreens grow so quickly, they don't need to be under lights a long time. Now, we should point out tomatoes are not part of the microgreen list. No, because while the tomato fruit is edible, the um, plants are toxic. And so just be sure that whatever vegetable or herb or flower you're planting is edible. And we should point out, too, that when you said you apply bottom heat, that doesn't mean you're sitting on the plants. That means that you've purchased a a propagation mat. Right. I do have a propagation mat. Or you could put them um, in a warm spot on top of your refrigerator or wherever. Cool season crops like arugula and mustard and beets that I have growing right now don't really need the bottom heat. I do it just to get them off to a quick start. And we should also point out is you don't have to cook these. You eat them raw. Right. You do eat them raw. They're so fragile if you sprinkle them on a dish when it's done or I put them in salads use them in place of lettuce on a sandwich or something like that 
I don't like some of the uh, cool season crops, mustards and arugulas. I don't care for that, but I like them as microgreens because you get just a little bit of, you don't get a whole mouthful of arugula. Now, what I found amazing in your research, you found that the cotyledons serve well as microgreens. The cotyledons are the initial leaves that come out on any right. seedling, and then it starts forming new leaves. And you are basically advising people that when you harvest the microgreens, it could be at the cotyledon stage or at the first leaf stage. Correct. The uh, microgreens are eaten when they're very young. You don't need them to get much taller than the first um, true leaf because in some varieties, depending on the vegetable, can start to get a little woody or a little tough. So um, that's why they're great to grow. In 10 days or two weeks, they're ready. And you just snip them off just above the soil line. Yeah, you uh, don't want to pull them out, do no, you? No, with the scissors, just cut them off. You don't want to get um, soil on the part you're going to eat. So that you just cut them off, give them a haircut, and then you can kind of rinse them off and store them in the refrigerator maybe just for a few days. Best use them right after you cut them. But however, I did just find out I had grown some arugula for a class I taught in January and I came home and I had a whole flat of arugula left. I stuck it in my refrigerator and they lasted a month in there. I don't know if all microgreen varieties will do that, but the arugula happened to hold up really well. And this is an ongoing process. So you would be replanting in various containers, what, every few days? Right. You could do that. Um, I, I use small containers, like the small deli container. And so I doesn't, that will last me maybe a week. And so I don't want to have a whole glut of the same thing all at one time. So I'll stagger my plantings so that um, I can just continue my harvest over a long period of time. The convenience of, of going to a, a nursery or a big box store and getting one of their seed starting kits, those trays are usually maybe 12 by 8 or maybe a little bit longer and a little bit narrower, but they have maybe 32 to 64 cells per tray, which means you can start a wide variety of microgreens in that. Correct. I've found with using those sorts of cell containers, it's a little tougher to harvest them because you sort of have the side of each of the cell kind of in the way. So I like to use a flat, something, an open, okay. like a, a flat that's six by ten or something. So you, have a, you don't have any um, obstruction when you go to harvest them. Like a tray that uh, you might find at a nursery that's holding uh, several four-inch pots. Right. Yeah, something like that. You want to just have at least a couple of inches of depth for the soil. Mm -hmm. don't want it too shallow, but it doesn't need to be really deep either. The right. roots aren't going to be in there that long. All right. Now let's get to the meat of the matter. What microgreens are best in, in your estimation? You've grown a lot of different uh, vegetables and herbs for microgreens. Which ones do you like the best? They're basically all cool season crops, so beans. Beets, mustard, arugula, lettuce. You could do chives. I, um, you can do some herbs. Basil is good. Uh, parsley, if you like the taste of parsley. Um, those are the ones I basically use. Cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, and I tend to use up my old seeds. If I have a package of broccoli or cabbage that I'm not going to grow anymore, I'll use those for microgreens. Even Brussels sprouts that don't do that well in our climate, you can use those for microgreens. Now, you say cool season crops, but in reality, you could grow those year-round on your kitchen counter because you're harvesting them at the cotyledon or the first leaf stage. Correct. Um, I said that to differentiate between warm season crops, which would be corn and beans and tomatoes and peppers. 
Um, I, I've also heard, I haven't tried them, that peas, if you did peas, they're good. It's pea shoots are edible. And um, so it's, it's what would be classified as a cool season crop, basically. You add to something very unique in your deli containers because you tend to overplant on the edges, don't you? Right. And um, I didn't mention, you don't follow the seed package spacing recommendations. You sow them very thickly. So in a, a container that's six by six, I'll use up a half a, con- half a package of seeds. So you want to have them really thick, you no thinning required. And they're in the ground so, in the soil, so, so short period of time. You want them thick. You want to be able to cut off a handful. I guess the easy way to plant it would be you have your tray or del- deli containers or whatever, and you, maybe you fill those containers maybe three-quarters of the way with that soilless mix. Mm-hmm. You sprinkle the seeds on top and then maybe cover them with a thin layer of more of a, that soilless mix. Exactly. That's what I do is I fill it maybe a quarter of an inch or so from the top, put in my seeds. I sow them very thickly, thicker than you'd think you'd want to, and then I just sprinkle in really lightly a little more of the potting soil. Or if the seeds are really tight, tiny you maybe don't have to do that at all and give them a little watering and cover them and let them go well let's talk a little bit more about that watering now after you've planted the seeds and you want to keep that seed bed moist are you misting it i actually have a little apparatus that screws on an old water bottle it has a lot of little holes like a shower head so it gives it a fine not a mist but it's a not a hard stream of water and i use that initially but then when i cover it i really don't need to water it again until they've sprouted and say in my case I had things come up in a day or two and then once they sprouted take the lid off or you could use plastic wrap or whatever and um, then put them under lights and they'll be ready to harvest in another week. And then you water it from the bottom? From the bottom, yeah. Once they, um, I still water from the top maybe uh, the first few days after they come up but when they start getting tall, watering from the top is going to knock the plants over so then I do bottom watering. I've saved the best for last. The nutrition Nutritional value of microgreens is amazing. In your research, you found that it is multiple times nutritionally better than a full-grown plant. Right. Some sources in their research have said that they can be from 4 to 40 times more nutrients in the microgreens than in the mature crop, depending on what you're growing. And I grow them just because I think they're kind of fun and they taste good. But it's good to know that I'm also getting some added nutrients there. Could you make a whole salad out of it or just use it as a garnish? I use it as a garnish. Say if you liked an arugula salad, you could make a whole salad of the arugula sprouts. That's not my thing. I like a little bit of it on there. So I always add them to salads. But you could put them on omelets or in crepes or say in sandwiches or on sprinkle them on soup. I mean, kind of unlimited. Gail Potauer knows her vegetables, even the teeny tiny ones. Microgreens, give them a cry. Gail Potauer, Sacramento County Master Gardener out here at the Fair Oaks Horticulture Center. Thanks for talking to us about microgreens. Thanks, Fred.